Stickered Up, the official podcast of the Cars Tour is on the air. Presented by Solid Rock Carrier. The Cars Tour, the premier late model stock series. Short track racing at its very best. Stickered Up will feature A-list guests, the hottest topics, race previews, recaps, the good, the bad, and the ugly. If it happens on the Cars Tour, Stickered Up is chewing on it. Here's your host, Stephen Dunn. Happy race week, everybody. Stephen Dunn, Stickered Up Podcast, powered by Solid Rock Carriers. Super excited. It's race week, and we are headed to Dillon Motor Speedway in Dillon, South Carolina on Saturday afternoon. A green flag at 3 o'clock for the Black's Tire 125 for the late bottle stock cars. And, man, I can't tell you how excited I am to be a part of this new podcast exclusive for the Cars Tour. Wanted to thank some folks that have gone above and beyond to get us uh, on the airwaves. Uh, Kirk Ipock with Solid Rock Carriers. Kurt's actually in studio tonight. We'll chat with him later in the show. Also want to shout out to Marcus Richmond at RNS Race Cars, uh, PJ Bryant, Bright, Bright Shock Technologies, Justin Johnson with Thrifty Tire, Tony Stevens with Pit Road TV. Uh, without those guys, we wouldn't be here. But Super excited about what we're doing here for the Cars Tour. Stickered up. It's an exclusive podcast. We're only going to talk Cars Tour. Uh, leading up to this weekend, again, 2021 is here. We'll be at Dillon starting on Friday afternoon with practice for the late model stock cars. Practice starts at 3 o'clock till 530. Get those, uh, get those late models tuned in and dialed in for Saturday afternoon's Black Tires 125. Um, got the entry list here. We'll go over that. And um, we're actually going to talk with 2020 champion Jared Fryer and Touring 12 driver Justin Johnson here shortly as well. They'll help us preview uh, what the Blacks Tire 125 at Dillon may look like. But uh, we've got 22 drivers on the pre-entry list. Uh, some familiar names here for the Cars Tour. I'll go down the list here so that you guys know who you can expect to see at the racetrack this weekend. Deke McCaskill will be back in a Cars Tour full-time in his familiar 08 car. Craig Moore from Rougemont, North Carolina is on the entry list, as well as Touring, touring 12 driver Brandon Pierce. Timothy Peters will be making the uh, red-eye flight from the truck race at Las Vegas on Friday night. He plans to be there on Saturday as well. Jonathan Finley, Caden Honeycutt, Jack Volcanen, Jared Fryer, our champion, Connor Jones, Joe Valento, Jessica Can, two-time most popular driver, Bobby McCarty, two-time champion. Mason Diaz, Justin Johnson, Minnie Tyrell, Sam Butler, Mike Looney, William Cox III in his junior motorsports Chevrolet, Jonathan Schaefer, Sam Yarbrough, Daniel Silvestri, and rounding out last year's runner-up in the championship, Lane Riggs. Um, it's going to be an interesting race, and uh, we'll talk with Justin and Jared both here in a few minutes, and they both went down and tested on last Thursday, I believe, and so we'll get to pick their brains a little bit here um, when we bring them on the show. As we look at the driver list here of um, who is pre-registered for Dylan, uh, a lot of young, talented names pop up. We're going to have probably the most coveted rookie class that the Cars Tour has ever seen. Um, you've got Daniel Silvestri, who is running out of uh, Sellers Shop. Uh, this They plan on running full-time. You've got Caden Honeycutt. Caden Honeycutt driving for Justin Johnson Racing, who we'll talk to here, and we'll actually ask him about his development program and how that kind of took off. But 
He finished uh, top five in the Snowball Derby back in December. Uh, really talented race car driver. David Gillian's back in the Cars Tour with a rookie and Joe Valento. Um, so I'm looking at all these drivers and, and rookie of the year, Sam Butler, who's ri- driving um, for uh, Performance Center Racing Warehouse, and Roger Johnson, his one of his cars. Um, and then you've got a mix of, of some really, really good veterans. You've got Mike Looney, who's running the full-time cars tour. Mike Looney is a winner at Martinsville in the 300-lap race. Uh, went door-to-door with Jared Fryer at Franklin County back in August in his first cars win, or first cars race. Um, but then you got Connor Jones, another rookie. I mean, you look at this, and this sport is getting so competitive, and, and I'm really excited about talking with these guys uh, Again, Jared Fryer in studio and Justin Johnson. I'm really excited about talking to those guys about how the competition is going to stack up. I think this is probably one of the most elite classes of drivers that the Cars Tour has ever seen. And that's a testament to what Jack McNelly and Chris Ragel have done over the last two or three years to really build this series into what I call the traveling circus. And you don't have to look very far to look and see what these alumni in the cars tour doing you've got Mayan Snyder who won the Xfinity race this past weekend you've got Ty Gibbs who won the um, road course race at Daytona you've got Gracie Trotter that sat on the outside pole in the ARCA race and then you've got Corey Heim who actually won the ARCA race so these are all experienced drivers that cut their teeth in the cars tour um, really excited about what 2021 looks like. Um, <clears throat> and we're going to talk a little bit with Justin Johnson, a little bit with Jared Fryer uh, when we come back. The caution's out. We're going to pit. Stick her up. We'll be back to the green flag momentarily. Stick her up. Official podcast of the Cars Tour. Delivery by truck. Part of the lifeblood of our nation. Solid Rock Carriers, LaGrange, North Carolina, gets the job done. Specializing in general freight and refrigerated foods. And here's an opportunity for you. You can join the Solid Rock Carriers team. If you have a CDL license and would like to find out more, call 252-521-1757. 252-521-1757. For Solid Rock Carriers. Supporting short track racers and industry professionals. And the title sponsor of the cars tour get the picture with pit road tv the official home of cars tour tv where winners watch their favorite races if you can make it to the track tune in and let tony stevens and anna newhouse bring you all the action for the cars tour pit road tv check them out online pitrow.tv that's pitrow.tv don't change that channel bst bryant shock technology providing proven race winning shock technology the only thing that will shock are the affordable prices bst offers sales service and repair of racing shocks plus suspension related components for a wide range of race cars with 20 plus years of nascar experience and a decade as a shock specialist contact pj bryant 704-701-5585 that's 704-701-5585 tell him you heard about bst on sticker dust Needing new tires and trying to fit that in your budget doesn't have to be stressful. You just need to know where to go, and that's Thrifty Tire, your locally owned source for new and used tires. Two locations, Durham and Roxboro, and not just tires. Auto repair, wheels, brakes, alignment, and suspension. Online at thriftytireonline.com. The official car care service center, the official pit stop of the Stickered Up podcast. 
Finance Race Cars, building championship race cars, provider of championship winning late model stock chassis. RNS Services, providing chassis, body hanging, turnkey purchases, parts, and baseline setups. Contact RNS today at 336 213 0736. That's 336 213 0736 to start building your next winning race car. That's RNS Race Cars, 336 213 0736, South Boston, Virginia. Green Flag is back out. We're back here at Stickered Up Podcast. I've got two special guests for our very first show here. I've got 2020 champion Jared Fryer. I've got Touring 12 driver Justin Johnson. Gentlemen, you guys are the first two guests on the Stickered Up Podcast. Welcome. Thank you for having us. Uh, surprised we could all fit in here with your ego, but uh, greatly appreciate you having us on the initial episode there, Stephen. Yeah, for those of you know, that's Justin Johnson. And <laughs> I feel, feel honored to be here. And that's Jared Fryer. So, uh, guys, again, thank you guys so much for being part of it. Really excited about being able to do this podcast and grateful to have you guys on. want to talk a little bit about Dillon uh, Motor Speedway, a place that the Cars Tour has never gone before. You guys actually had the opportunity to go and test last week and, and just wanted to kind of get y'all's, y'all's input, y'all's feedback um, on what you guys think we have to look forward to this past weekend. Justin, I'll start with you. I think it's going to be a great race, um, you know, looking at uh pictures of the racetrack and some videos from social media i thought it was a lot smaller than it is but um actually a pretty decent sized facility and um you know i, I believe tire fair is going to be a small factor i don't think it's going to be huge nothing like florence or anything but i you know i do believe it'll come into play um i also believe that uh it's kind of the type of track that's going to going to breed some really good racing and probably uh some some bumping and banging and moving guys out of the way jared what you want how, how'd your how'd your test go on wednesday everything went good um Corner's a little tighter than I thought. Uh, tire wear, I feel like, I think it's going to be just like any other racetrack. You know, you're still going to have to manage it. Um, but I feel like there's going to be some good cars there. It's definitely going to be tough with all the uh, competition we're going to have this year. I think it will make for good racing late in the race. It kind of seemed like that, the way the racetrack's laid out. and It's kind of a unique shape. One and two is different than three and four, so I think it'll be good racing. It's a little tight down the straightaway, so uh, hopefully – we don't have too many cautions and wrecked cars, but I think it'll be a good race. Well, let me ask you, because you and I talked a couple of weeks ago about how competitive you think that this 2021 Cars Tour season is going to be. Again, we're looking at the entry list. A name that pops out, Mike Looney. That's someone, obviously, that you went door-to-door with for about the last five laps at Franklin County. But Daniel Silvestri in a seller's car. Um, what do you think? I mean, you're the you're the defending champion. You're the reigning champion. How hard is it going to be to go back-to-back? It's definitely going to be tough, man. I feel like we kind of got lucky a lot last year, honestly, and had good finishes when we probably should have finished outside the top five and and just the way things fell and lined up in the right line at the end and we were able to finish third. So it's definitely going to be tough. It's not going to be easy at all. I mean, it's it's not easy at all to win a race. I mean, we only won one race last year and we had, what, nine different drivers win races. So I feel like that says stuff about how – hard the competition is you know so uh it's definitely gonna be tough and and even harder i feel like to defend the championship but we're gonna go for it and try it well the guy sitting beside you is responsible for some of that stiff competition caden honeycutt driving for justin johnson racing justin you started a development program here in 2021 you've got caden honeycutt in the car full time talk a little bit about your expectations and your plans as far as taking justin johnson racing into year one uh, yeah, you know, really proud to have a uh, driver, you know, the caliper of uh, 
Caden behind the wheel. Uh, I think he's a perfect fit for our program. You know, um, yeah, I'm a racer. I, I get out of the shower to go win races, and I and I didn't want to go to the racetrack, you know, trying to develop someone that that wasn't capable. And I feel like he's the perfect fit to uh, to compete for the win day one. You know, um, I don't. I don't think any of us have a goal. I'm sure Jared's not going saying, I hope I finish in the top five. You know, I'm going to win. Uh, I surely hope Caden, and I know he is going to win. And, um, you know, that's the plan right out of the gate. Yeah. Jared, I want to ask you a question. Um, you're you're kind of an elite company. You're kind of one in a million because you have a Cars Tour championship on the super late model side and the late model side. Has that sunk in, and what does that mean to you? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, it definitely means a lot, and uh, it, I think it speaks volume for for our race team. You know, me and my dad that's raced together my whole career in uh, late models. So uh, the super late model was great, man. I just I didn't feel as good about it though because we didn't win a race all year, but we did win the championship. So I mean, it was nice, but it was still kind of hard to feel good about it. I know it sounds weird, but to be able to finally win a race and championship in the same year with late model stock meant a lot. Even though the last race it come down to was ugly and one of our worst races. It was uh it was a frustrating night and I didn't feel good about it at all on front straightaway that night. I was just so mad and frustrated. But that night and every, and later on it man it, it kind of finally sunk in and it feels really good to to kind of put together a new team with the new owner, new car and stuff like that that we done in one year and some of the new racetracks we went to. I feel like we accomplished a lot. And um, it was definitely special to do that with Jimmy and, and everybody that helped that year that I've really never worked with, such as Marcus. Talk a little bit about Jimmy Moore. And obviously, Jimmy's been in the sport for a long time, um, been an ambassador in the sport as far as a car owner. How did that come about? I know we, you and I have talked about that off there, but how did that come about uh, where you guys hooked up and then went for this 2020 championship run? Um he was kind of looking for a driver. He had a couple people in and have his car looking for somebody full time. And Ravon that builds Ravon Clark builds engines for us. He put a good name in for me. And Jimmy come to a couple of races when I was running the supers and kind of watched and seen things. And we talked. And then kind of one thing led to another. He had an opening to run his car at South Boston the end of 2019, I guess it was. Mm -hmm. And so I drove and things didn't go good. You know, I didn't have. I just didn't feel like we had the car prepped right yet. And uh, so that kind of led into the next year, and then after talking and stuff, we put together a new car and kind of led into things that last year, you know, being successful and stuff. So um, it's been good. Yeah, Jimmy's been around racing a while and never felt like he was around this kind of quality of cars before, you know, competition and everything. So to build a new race car and, and for him to see it and, stuff, and to run as good, I felt like meant a lot to him too. Yeah. Well, the guy sitting beside you decided to go a different route. He's got his own team, drives his own car, uh, where you actually drive for somebody. Justin, talk a little bit about the decision that you made last year, you and Jason Stanley, to go out, um, bought a brand-new R&S car, and, and you guys just kind of went out and, and did it. And obviously struggled a little bit initially, but, man, towards the end of the year, man, I felt like you were a contender to win pretty much everywhere you went, especially the last three or four races. 
yeah, I mean, it took a couple of races to get the bugs out. Um, honestly, it's been, you know, something I've wanted to do for, for some years. Um, you know, really didn't, didn't have the time and all the, all the pieces just never fell into place. Um, but very fortunate, you know, to have everything come together, uh, beginning middle of, of last year and, uh, took us, you know, it took us a handful to really, um, get off our feet and, and get a lot of the bugs worked out and started, um, you know, finding what the car liked and uh, what we liked. And uh, me and Jason Stanley, have, you know, we've worked together for a couple of years now, so so we're no stranger to each other. Um, but, it, you know, it's um, we definitely had to get our feet flat on the ground there and felt like, uh, you know, we really don't have anything to show for it towards the end of the year, but but speed. And um, and we were there, a couple of them, and, and probably, you know, should have had a little better outcome. But also I want to backtrack, you know, one thing I always look at, at Jared and, commend him on on what he's always there at the end of the race you know uh probably the in my opinion you know from a driver standpoint one of the smarter race car drivers that there are and um also his his father does such a great job because you don't ever see parts failures or or any of the small issues on jared's team you know they always uh are there at the end of the race their cars last the whole race jared lasts the whole race so um that that stands out to me as as you know a great accomplishment for you guys that's what championships are made of right yeah man i'm telling you i just i don't know if we've been lucky or what i just felt like you know we didn't have like i said no no parts failure really majorly that took us out of a race or anything and i've kind of always been a little maybe too conservative in the race i feel like i kind of kicked myself at the end of the race you know i have such a good car at the end of the race and still tire left you know that i didn't run it hard enough uh so but i guess I don't know. Do race car drivers really have tires left at the end of the race? It happens. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I don't. He does. <laughs> well, let me ask you this. This uh, Obviously, 20, 2020 was very unique uh, for a lot of reasons with, with everything going on with COVID-19 and the pandemic. Uh, I think both of you guys will agree with me that Jack McNally and, and Chris Ragel, I mean, they made a lot of things happen that I don't think anybody thought was possible with short track racing and giving you guys the opportunity to continue to race and run for a championship. Um, obviously, I think with, with some of the news coming out now, we're going to be able to kind of get back to normal. Um, I'm really excited. I'm personally excited about um, getting back to Orange County Speedway. I know that's both a racetrack that both of you guys like. But, you know, Jared, I'll start with you. What are your expectations? Obviously, you know, there's a bullseye on your back as the reigning defending champion. What are your expectations for 2021? And 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 how do you get to potentially putting yourself in a situation to win another championship? Just have good finishes and keep the car in one piece, man. That's, that's the biggest thing. I think that one wins championships is being there at the end, like Justin said, and keeping the car in one piece. Uh, but – as far as our expectations, obviously, I'd like to try to defend the title and, and do it again, go back to back, and uh, I would like to win more races. I mean, one was amazing, but uh, I'd like to win more and uh, maybe qualify a little better. That's one thing I kind of struggled with last year. I think that would help our race program better is uh, starting closer to the front where last year we started more towards the back and messed up and qualifying, little things like that. So I think that'll help um, and just, I guess, focus on a race car and just make sure we got good speed and it drives good again. Justin, a little bit different for you. You you go to the racetrack every weekend, not just driving for yourself, but you've got Caden Honeycutt in a Justin Johnson racing car. 
What are your expectations for 2021? I mean, number one, you know, we want to put a product out there that's second to none. Um, you know, I want every opportunity for both myself and Caden to uh, compete every week. Uh, and it starts by showing up, knowing that you've, you know, prepared the best possible uh, piece uh for that weekend so you know i think that's big um you know i've never really been a points racer you know kind of want to win races and uh let the rest play out but um at the at the end you know if you're not there you know throughout the race and make it to the end of course uh no shot at winning so you've always got to be smart and uh keep the bumpers on it keep it in one piece so would you be cool if he won the championship if you could win like four races if I could win eight races and he won the championship, I'd be cool. But uh, I'll about take four. the other four. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanted I want I want our our listeners to be able to kind of see behind the helmet, so to speak, with you guys. I want to just kind of rapid fire some questions at you, and I mean, I'm just going to shoot them off at the hip. I really don't have anything written. But um, favorite racetrack, Jared Fryer. Uh, North Carolina will probably have to be Hickory Orange County, the tight two right there. There's somewhere in Virginia. Oh, what's no. your what's your well favorite? yeah virginia let's go to franklin county franklin county <laughs> yeah justin orange county race? speedway by far okay what's the racetrack that you hate going to hmm you may say it <laughs> which one carteret <laughs> <laughs> no it's not that bad um it wasn't until until you got turned and I, I don't destroyed. know I, every weekend at the racetrack's a good weekend but if i there's one racetrack that i really never like and, I, and i've always run really well there southern national speedway i don't know why it's just like a boring racetrack from from inside the driver's seat um but you know like i said i mean i don't i don't dread any of them i don't i don't think yeah what's the um What's the highlight of your racing career to date? You've got you've got a handful of things you can pick from. What Jared? What What do you think? Uh, probably beat Mike Looney at his hometown track and winning the race, and then um, another little highlight there was getting a beer thrown at my car on the back straightaway on the cool down lap. That was me. Oh, was it? No. <laughs> <laughs> How does somebody not like Jared? I mean, really, Jared's a likable guy. I know. That was definitely the highlight. That was cool. Yeah, Justin, what about you? I know, that, I know, you know, you you kind of stepped back from car racing for a couple of years and went back to go kart racing. But you you're kind of a veteran. What's what's a moment that stands out for you? I'm gonna say uh, probably the whole season of 2010 ish, I believe. Uh, 13 wins. Thought that was a you know pretty big feat for us and back to back South Boston Speedway champions. I believe it was the first time that had been done. So. Um, I'd, I'd go back uh, and say that whole year was pretty special. Absolutely, and um, I guess I guess the what's your favorite food? I like Japanese food. Have you been to eat Japanese with Kirk Ipot? No, he's taking me to eat Japanese food on Friday at Dillon. Maybe I'll see if you can tag along. All right. I'll ask him. I'm good with it. What about you? Type of food or food? <laughs> um, I don't know. I prefer steak, I guess. Uh, so, I mean, Japanese steak's pretty yeah. good, usually. So you're a Longhorn guy. I am a Longhorn guy. That's nothing yeah. wrong with that. Long, I mean, that's the thing. Like, you know, everybody's got to eat, right? Eat at the racetrack. Absolutely. We went to Longhorn. We, we, we went to Longhorn good. at Florence. Outback, Outback Longhorn. Um, man, they should. we should... Maybe we should get some sponsorship. That's right, absolutely. Maybe we need to reach out to them see if they want to sponsor the podcast. <laughs> Maybe you need to take us out more. I mean... Yeah, we can do that too. All right. Maybe. I might put a decal in my car if you do that then. Just one? Yeah. How about one decal for every steak I buy you? Sounds Does good. Does that work? Yeah. Is Jimmy going to be cool with that? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Do I have as to buy him one pay. as well? Well, probably so. You might have to. <laughs> it's his race car. <laughs> Ooh. All right. Um, Good thing he don't eat much, though, so it won't be too bad. Well, he might prefer a drink for every sticker, and yeah. I think he'd be right up his So if alley. I buy you a steak and get him a drink, then we're good. Yep, we'll call it even. All right. Well, let me ask you this, guys. Um, obviously, um, Justin's got one up on you because he went down to Florence and rode around for 123 laps. Although, man, your strategy was going to work if a caution would have come out. But he has a race under his belt in 2021. <laughs> um what are your guy? What do you guys feel it's going to take to win at Dillon Motor Speedway on Saturday? And Justin, I'll actually start with you. I think it's going to be an aggressive race. Um, you know, just uh, from the layout of the racetrack, I think it's um, going to be, you know, uh, especially probably the first 40, 40 laps or so. Most of the guys hadn't don't have a race under their belt yet this year, so I'd imagine a couple mistakes, a lot of aggression. Um, you know, I still think. Uh, Friar's old strategy be there at the end is probably going to be key. Um, but, you know, overall speed and um, and keeping a little tire on it and, and definitely keeping the bumpers on it is going to be the key to victory. Got to start up front, though, right? Well, you know, I'm not very good at that. Neither, up neither, front. neither one of you guys are very good at starting <laughs> I, up front. I, I like to uh, give you something to watch uh, yeah. throughout the race, but um, no, that honestly, that's something I think. You know, me and Jared kind of have a little bit of alliance with uh, with RNS and uh, race chassis and Marcus Richmond, um, and I think as a as a group, you'd probably agree, and I definitely agree that that one of our weakest uh, links right now is qualifying. Um, we just we don't have fire off speed. Jared, what's it going to take for you to win on Saturday afternoon? Definitely have a uh, smart and clean race, man. Like Justin said, I, I feel like there's going to be a lot of aggression. You know, a lot of people amped up, ready to go racing. First race of the year, it seems like I was always just just a lot of aggression, it seems like, in the beginning of the race. So uh, just try to stay out front, keep track position, and uh, just be there at the end, man. Do we get to the 40-lap competition caution? No. I, I don't think so. Not At least not the first 40. Okay. Just the way the corners are tight, man. I feel like it's gonna be a lot of close side by side racing there. It's gonna be, it's gonna be tough, and I feel like we got a lot of newcomers too that hasn't run with me and Justin and some of the other veteran drivers too. That maybe don't understand, you know, how we race or this or that. So I just feel like it's gonna be, it's gonna be different. I get, I get nervous, man. The first race of the year is always a, a nerve wracking race for me because I feel, just feel like it sets a tone for a year. You know, I feel like if you go in there and have a good good race i feel like the rest of the year kind of goes good or if you don't it feels like well let me ask you this though because maybe you're contradicting yourself i didn't feel like you had the best run at southern national to start last year and you ended up being the champion no that's very true because uh first two races actually we ran the nascar race the week before that and qualified good just didn't race good and i personally knew going into that those two races that was going to be our weakest points until we could get into that new rns race car and and sure enough as soon as we did you know our, our program really took off Fantastic. Guys, I know it takes a lot to get you guys to the racetrack every weekend. And um, anybody that follows the sports knows how much money's involved of it. And uh, as anything, it takes a, takes a, an army of people to get you to the racetrack. I want to give guys, give you guys the opportunity to, to thank the people that help you guys race. And, Jared, I'll start with you. Uh, give you an opportunity to thank your sponsors and, and anybody else that you want to thank that gets you to the racetrack. Yeah, of course, I got to thank Jimmy Morn, uh, everything he does for us and the race team. Uh, Kirk at Solid Rock Carriers, uh, Brandon and Sterling Building Group, everything he's done for me the past six, seven years. 
Uh, my dad puts in a lot of work on the racetrack, off the racetrack, and everywhere. Um, asphalt services, uh, Bill's Golf Carts, Ravon Clark, Marcus Richmond, RNS Race Cars, and uh, Goodyear's at Moonshiners does a lot. Um, and then just everybody else that goes to the racetrack and helps, man, it, it definitely means a lot to me to have have a group of guys that stick with us and help us at the racetrack and even off the racetrack there's a lot that goes behind the scenes that i'm not able to do that we have to have people simples running to get parts you know so everybody that's done things for me like that it really means a lot can't thank them enough justin who you got over there bud graphic solutions uh <laughs> gxs wraps per year tank lines uh, mr Perrier has been a long time huge supporter for myself so per year tank lines per year trucking um per year transport all the per years um bst shocks uh, john west race engines rns race cars let's see um i think that about gets them all done jason stanley's gonna jason stanley man how did i forget jason i won't never hear that one down yeah. but, uh, but just don't let him listen to the podcast that's right just tell him you thanked him and he won't have to listen you'll be fine absolutely I want to thank kirk you know for uh all he does for cars tour and um all of us local racers as well uh solid rock carries of course huge huge supporter of uh local racing gentlemen thank you guys so much for being on our inaugural um stickered up podcast um you guys can wear that badge proudly that you were the first two guests on the stickered up podcast wish you both luck this weekend at dillon um and then heck maybe we have one of you guys back here in a couple of weeks as the winner of the first race of the season would yeah. you guys be cool coming absolutely. back uh, yeah absolutely <laughs> sounds good well guys the caution's out we're gonna pit sticker up we'll be back with the green flag momentarily stickered up official podcast of the cars tour Get the picture with Pit Row TV, the official home of Cars Tour TV, where winners watch their favorite races. If you can make it to the track, tune in and let Tony Stevens and Anna Newhouse bring you all the action for the Cars Tour. Pit Row TV. Check them out online, pitrow.tv. That's pitrow.tv. Don't change that channel. Delivery by truck. Part of the lifeblood of our nation. Solid Rock Carriers, LaGrange, North Carolina gets the job done. Specializing in general freight and refrigerated foods. And here's an opportunity for you. You can join the Solid Rock Carriers team. If you have a CDL license and would like to find out more, call 252-521-1757. 252-521-1757 for Solid Rock Carriers. Supporting short track racers and industry professionals and the title sponsor of the cars tour rns race cars building championship race cars provider of championship winning late model stock chassis rns services providing chassis body hanging turnkey purchases parts and baseline setups contact rns today at 336-213-0736 that's 336-213-0736 to start building your next winning race car that's rns race cars 336-213-0736 south boston virginia Needing new tires and trying to fit that in your budget doesn't have to be stressful. You just need to know where to go, and that's Thrifty Tire, your locally owned source for new and used tires. Two locations, Durham and Roxboro, not just tires. Auto repair, wheels, brakes, alignment, and suspension. Online at thriftytireonline.com. 
the official car care service center, the official pit stop of the Stickered Up podcast. BST, Bryant Shock Technology, providing proven race-winning shock technology. The only thing that will shock are the affordable prices. BST offers sales, service, and repair of racing shocks, plus suspension-related components for a wide range of race cars. With 20-plus years of NASCAR experience and a decade as a shock specialist, contact P.J. Bryant, 704-701-5585. That's 704-701-5585. Tell him you heard about BST on Stickered Up. Stickered Up. Green flags back out. Welcome back to the Stickered Up podcast, the exclusive podcast of the Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour. And I have Mr. Solid Rock Carriers in studio, Mr. Kirk Ipock. Kirk, welcome to Stickered Up. Thank you for having us. First and foremost, I want, on behalf of every race fan in short track racing, I want to thank you for what you do for the sport of short track racing. Um, I think that it goes without saying that what you do in supporting drivers, racetracks, um, folks like me with this podcast, it's just a testament of how passionate you are about the sport. And I want to give you the opportunity to kind of share your story and why you're so passionate about short track racing. Well, I've always loved racing. And uh, several years ago, I got hooked up with Jody Meesmer. And got to meet a lot of people. And, of course, in this series, you meet a lot of great people. And it's just a passion that you see. It's everyday people that work like you and I do, that they go to work every day, and then at nighttime they're out in the garage working on the car. And it's just a passion, and it's the same passion I had in building my business that, you know, you've got to give it 110%. Yeah, and that's one thing I want to I want to touch on a little bit too is, you know, Solid Rock Carriers. Everybody that's in short track racing knows the name, but you would be amazed how many people still think that you haul rocks and that's what you do. Yeah, I want you to give an opportunity to kind of clear the airwaves and and share with everybody and scream from the scream from this podcast. What is Solid Rock Carriers and, and what do you guys do? Um, I think it's a very intriguing story because a lot of people don't realize that solid rock carriers is getting food into their refrigerators right uh it all started out years ago my wife and i we were real good friends uh with our pastor and our pastor's wife and the church that he was running it was you know there wasn't money there to keep the church going and the pastor had to closed the doors eventually and him and I we talked he said well you know I used to drive a truck and I was raised in trucking all my life my parents owned a trucking company they they just ran local they were mail contract carriers and I always wanted to have a truck to go over the road and so he said that you know before we became a pastor he was a truck driver and I said well I've always wanted to own a truck and it was at the time that uh UPS went on strike and I bought a truck and we were coming back from dinner one night, trying to come up with a biblical name. And I just busted out. I said, Solid Rock Cares. And they looked at me like a deer in headlights. And I said, well, I said, on this solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. And so we bought our first truck. And uh, we've always prayed. I pray every night that, you know, the Lord puts angels around my drivers and brings them home safe, just like we 
pray that he puts angels around the drivers on the racetrack and that no one gets hurt. So talk a little bit about, so if I'm not mistaken, I mean, you have one of the biggest refrigerated truck fleets in, in the southeast. Is that correct? In eastern North Carolina. Eastern North Carolina. Yes. yes. So so what is a typical what does a typical work week look like for Kirk Eye Pocket Solid Rock Carriers? 24-7. <laughs> <laughs> but you made a comment to me at the racetrack that if if you get chicken from the grocery store, you get frozen chicken or you get chicken that's refrigerated, there's like a, no, a 90% chance that your one of your trucks probably carried that chicken. Uh, in North Carolina, not necessarily. Okay. Uh, most of what we do is up in the northeast. Okay. Uh, I haul for a pretty big chicken process company i don't know if i can say their name you know we'll just say we'll just say a a there you go a right and uh i carry their chicken up there but coming back if you uh you go to walmart or littles or aldi's or food line we bring a lot of dairy back from up north okay so if you go get milk and creamer and stuff like that chances are my truck brought it back to north carolina so we had this conversation a couple of weeks ago um, down in LaGrange. <clears throat> You're on eight, eight cars, eight, eight of the touring cars. Eight of the, the touring, yes. So that's, that's unreal. That just shows how passionate you are about this sport and, and what you believe. Um, talk a little bit about the conversation that you had with Jack McNally a couple of years ago when – you guys had that initial conversation about Solid Rock Carriers coming on as the presenting sponsor of the Cars Tour? Yeah, that's the one thing that I admire about Jack. When him and I, when we sat down, the first words out of his mouth was, if you're going to take away from my racers, I don't want your money. And I told Jack, I said, it won't take away from the racers. And I think last year I had five cars, maybe six. And, of course, this year I've got eight of the Touring 12 that I'm helping. Not full sponsorship, but I'm sure. helping. And uh, this weekend in Dillon, I'll actually have nine cars that I'm helping out in Dillon this weekend. What does that – talk about your typical race day. I mean, obviously you're not down there on Friday sweating and trying to get the car faster like these guys are. But, you know, you're at every race. Um Everybody knows Kirk Ipoch. What does your typical race day look like? Just go hang out with friends and have a good time. And, and, hope, and hoping one of those nine drivers is in victory lane at the end of the afternoon. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> Not pulling against anybody else out there, but yes. Talk Actually, about, riding up here today, I was telling myself, well, you know, I got nine out of what's going to show up, 28. I think the entry <laughs> list has 22, but I've. I think there'll be probably 25, 26 right. when it's all said and done. Um, obviously, short track racing is something that's very near and dear to your heart. Um, but you you also have helped some of these guys that started on the short track level with you get to the higher levels of, of racing. Obviously, Tate Fogelman comes to mind in the in the uh, Solid Rock Carriers um truck in the truck series and then obviously mason diaz running the arca series who's also running full-time in the cars tour um talk a little bit about those two particular drivers as those are two drivers that you've helped for some time that have kind of climbed that ladder and both of them are very familiar with the cars tour both of them kind of cut their teeth in the cars tour right both of them are great kids 
and uh, over the years, I watched them really mature. I mean, they have come a long ways. They're they're very appreciative of people that have helped them get to where they are today, and hopefully, they'll never forget who did help them along the way. Yeah. I asked these guys some rapid questions. I'll ask you some rapid questions. I'm just shooting from the hip. I'm going to try to remember the questions I asked them. What's your favorite racetrack to watch a race? And you're not a racer, but what's your favorite racetrack to watch a race at? Southern National. Really? Yep. I had the best sweet seat there is there. <laughs> oh, so it's all about the seat. Well, I don't know. I mean, I love Langley. Yeah. Uh, like we were talking earlier, you know, Langley, they take the haulers out. I'm a race fan before I'm anything else. Before I'm a sponsor or anything, I'm a race fan. And I enjoy watching the racing. And uh, like I was telling him earlier, it's just like with Langley. When you go up there, they take the haulers out. And me as a fan, I can see the whole race. Mm -hmm. If they left the haulers in, you're going to miss half the race. Right. Looking at the um, looking at the 2021 Cars Tour schedule, some different dates, some different racetracks that we'll go to. Um have you ever been to Dillon, South Carolina, to watch a race? Sure have. How's the racing going to be on Saturday, in your opinion? I think 22 cars is enough down there. Anything over that, uh, it's a tight little racetrack. Well, both of these guys said that they felt like there's going to be some beating and banging very early in the race. Yeah. A lot of people not being having the itch to get back on the racetrack. Um, you, your your sponsorship with the Cars Tour goes through the end of this year. Um Talk a little bit about what it means to you to be such an intricate part, not just of the Cars Tour, but short track racing as a whole. Well, it's like I told Jack when, when I approached Jack about sponsoring the Cars Tour. My opinion and a lot of people's opinion is, is Cars Tour is going to get recognized. I mean, it's, a, it's like Jack and I were talking last night. We were talking coming up today. When you go to Dillon this weekend, there's 15 cars that can win. Absolutely. You know, there's not just two or three are handpicked. I mean, there's going to be at least 15 cars that can come home with that checkered flag. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's a testament to the hard work that Jack and both Chris Ragel have done over the last three or four years to really build this series. I mean, we were talking uh, earlier in the show, just look at the alumni that have won at higher levels just in the last couple of weeks. Mine Snyder went in the Xfinity race yep. on Saturday. Ty Gibbs went in his first ever Xfinity race two weeks ago. Corey Heim, uh, a guy that you helped out a little bit with Lee Pullian performance a year ago when he was running the Cars Tour full-time. And then Gracie Trotter, who was on the outside pole. So I think it's it's a, it's a huge stepping stone for these young drivers. And we talked about just looking at the youth in the cars tour right now i mean at this point mini tyrell's a veteran you know yeah many 16 17 years old but i think this rookie class that we've got coming in is just going to be i think it has the potential to be the the best rookie of the year race that the cars tour has seen in its existence when you've got caden honeycutt um sylvestri out of seller shop um you know those are two names um connor um can't think of his name but the kid out of virginia sam butler um who ran at hickory ran nascar rookie of the year division one national last year for nascar 
And then you've got a, a, a mix of veterans such as Mike Looney. Um, we know that Josh Berry more than likely once his Xfinity stuff is, is over with junior motorsports, he'll probably be jumping back in the cars tour. I might have to pay Josh to stay away. <laughs> <laughs> I told him, I told him at Greenville Pickens when he won, when we crossed over, I said, man, congratulations. I hope I never see you in a late model stock you told car me again. That. You I mean, told me but, that. but, it, but that, again, I think that's a testament that, and Josh is, Josh is an extremely good race car driver and has, has won a ton of cars races, won the championship. And I'm just glad that he's finally getting the opportunity to showcase some of that talent at a higher level. Um, and I know you helped him out a little bit with a super late model at Hickory a couple years ago. So, yeah. um, again, I think it's, I think it's really exciting where we're at. I think that I say this every year and it sounds like a broken record, but I feel like this could be the biggest year that the cars tour has. As far Jack as and I had that conversation last night. Uh, we had that conversation a year ago, but of course, COVID came. Yeah. And it's like I told Jack, though, for what we had to endure last year, I think the Cars Tour was still, Jack did a heck of a job that he got the races in, you know, he reached out and made it happen. Jack and I, we were having a conversation last night, and I told him, I said, I know, I said, we had this conversation a year ago, and pray to good Lord that COVID goes away, and, but any racer, I, me personally, I feel like if they want to make it to the level of NASCAR, that the Cars Tour is their step to get there, just by the names you just mentioned, that has already made it to NASCAR. When you look at Touring 12 and you look at the the drivers that plan on running full-time in 2021, um, obviously you're on a lot of cars, so I know that there's not you know a, a one favorite, but what do you anticipate the championship battle looking like in 2021 with, again, the names that we just ran off? And, again, we think it could be probably the best year that the Cars Tour has ever seen. I feel like – you know, riding up here, Bill, he's like, well, man, I really think, you know, there's going to be that one to break away this year. And I I just think it's going to be tight again. I think it's going to come down to the wire and last race, last lap. Well, again, you've got two championships, uh, 2020 and 2019, both separate, settled by one point. Um, last year we had – what was it? Nine winners in ten races. Mm-hmm. I think Lane was the only Lane one to win one two races. Um, I, I think we have something very similar to that. I think it's, you know, Jared made the comment to me last week. It's like going to Martinsville every weekend for the when you run Cars Tour with the names that are running in the Cars Tour. And we just talked about, you know, we think that Josh Berry's probably going to come back and, and run some Cars Tour races towards the middle of the end of the year. And then once you start getting some of these local guys uh, that are going to run, uh, you know, their home tracks, like you might have four or five guys that run Florence and two or three guys that run Dominion that run that race really good, I think you could really go 13 races and have 13 different winners. Well, it's like I told Jack, if you got 15 potential winners this year and you ain't running but 14 races, one of them's not going to get one. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. 
Kurt, thank you so much for taking the time to drive up from LaGrange up here to Apex and and spend some time with us. Uh, again, I can't thank you enough for everything that you do for short track racing, uh, the cars tour, um, and, and most of all, thanks for being a great friend. You've been a great friend to me since we've met, you know, two or three years ago. And, um, again, I can't thank you enough for everything you do for short track racing. Thank you for having me. Sounds good. Well, caution's out. We're going to take a pit stop, stick her up. We'll be back to the green flag momentarily. Stickered up. Official podcast of the Cars Tour. Cars Tour. Tour. BST, Bryant Shock Technology, providing proven race-winning shock technology. The only thing that will shock are the affordable prices. BST offers sales, service, and repair of racing shocks, plus suspension-related components for a wide range of race cars. With 20-plus years of NASCAR experience and a decade as a shock specialist, contact P.J. Bryant, 704-701-5585. That's 704-701-5585. Tell him you heard about BST on Stickered Up. Stickered Up. Needing new tires and trying to fit that in your budget doesn't have to be stressful. You just need to know where to go, and that's Thrifty Tire, your locally owned source for new and used tires. Two locations, Durham and Roxborough, and not just tires. Auto repair, wheels, brakes, alignment, and suspension. Online at thriftytireonline.com. The official car care service center, the official pit stop of the Stickered Up podcast. Get the picture with Pit Road TV, the official home of Cars Tour TV, where winners watch their favorite races. If you can make it to the track, tune in and let Tony Stevens and Anna Newhouse bring you all the action for the Cars Tour. Pit Row TV. Check them out online, pitrow.tv. That's pitrow.tv. Don't change that channel. Delivery by truck. Part of the lifeblood of our nation. Solid Rock Carriers, LaGrange, North Carolina gets the job done. Specializing in general freight and refrigerated foods. And here's an opportunity for you. You can join the Solid Rock Carriers team. If you have a CDL license and would like to find out more, call 252-521-1757. 252-521-1757 for Solid Rock Carriers. Supporting short track racers and industry professionals. And the title sponsor of the Cars Tour. Race Cars, building championship race cars, provider of championship winning late model stock chassis. RS Services, providing chassis, body hanging, turnkey purchases, parts, and baseline setups. Contact RS today at 336 213 0736. That's 336 213 0736 to start building your next winning race car. That's RS Race Cars, 336 213 0736, South Boston, Virginia. White flags out here. It's stickered up. Want to thank our guests, Justin Johnson, Jared Fryer, and Kirk Ipock for coming on the show. Really excited about getting the season kicked off again. Saturday afternoon, Dillon Motor Speedway, three o'clock green flag, the Blacks Tire 125. As we've talked about, I think that this year in the Cars Tour is going to be uh, potentially the best season that we've seen. I feel like there's anywhere from 12 to 15 drivers that can win any given race and really excited about being able to showcase that and bring that action to you in a podcast format. 
um, here uh, leading up to each race weekend. Again, Cars Tour will be in Dillon, South Carolina this weekend for the Blacks Tire 125. Um, our goal is to recap the race for you um, in our next show and then also preview the second race of the 2021 campaign, which will be at Hickory Motor Speedway in two weeks. Again, want to thank our sponsors here at Stickered Up, Solid Rock Carriers, RNS Race Cars, Bright Shock Technology, Thrifty Tire, Pit Road TV. You can watch the action on Pit Road TV this weekend if you can't make it to Dillon, South Carolina. Tony Stevens, Hannah Newhouse in the booth. Want to thank my production crew, Dave Perkins, Morgan Patrick, for making this sound really, really good. We will see you guys in two weeks. This is Stickered Up, and the checkered flag is out. Be sure to share this podcast. New episodes of Stickered Up will be available wherever you download your podcasts.